0: Award-winning Sydney duo Hermitude have been creating music for about 20 years. Dubs and El Gusto started when they were in their really early teens and over the course of that time, they've created five albums, each one seriously better than the next in terms of very tastefully pushing boundaries in the electronic music scene. They've taken their live show across the world again and again. So today, Dubs and Augusto are going to tell you the story behind one of their biggest tracks, The Buzz, Taken from their album Dark Night Sweet Light. You'll hear about the incredibly lame drop that never quite made it into the song and about how they managed to tap into the magic that you feel in the air at a really spectacular show. This is Inspired with me, Linda Mariano, and this is Hermitude The Buzz. So it's been a few years since the release of that song from a great record, Dark Night, Sweet Light. Mm -hmm. Where did the buzz begin?
1: Where did the buzz begin? That's got a ring to it. I think it began in Leichhardt, actually, in a studio. The studio that we wrote Hyper Paradise in, which we now departed from, but it was a tiny little dinky room above Parramatta Road um, that we were leasing off a gentleman named Cuban Pete.
2: It was an interesting idea when it started because... We basically wrote the idea and we came up with the intro of the buzz and the kind of choppy chords that come in after the intro and the 808 sort of beat it before the drop basically. And we sort of built up to this grand drop and then we just left it. We just didn't have the drop. We kind of like got to that point and we were like, this needs something huge and we tried one thing and it was really lame and we were just like, we just put it on the shelf,
1: basically. I was hoping you were going to mention that. The, yeah, the where's, lame the,
2: where's drop.
0: that demo of the lame drop?
1: We didn't
2: send the lame drop. We do have a version of it with oh, the lame drop. Everyone's yeah. got to write a lame drop every lame now drop. and then.
1: No one's going to hear the lame drop. No that's one is. Just, that's <laughs> just the for beauty us.
2: of being an artist. You can keep
1: the lame drop that's in the fo-
2: folder. You know? For us
1: to laugh at. The Funnily enough, this song, actually, its working title was Yows.
2: It was funny because it literally just sat around for months like i don't know maybe seven or eight months possibly longer yeah just kind of hibernating in its folder it wasn't until we went and played at northwest fest it literally for one show it took us four days of traveling there and back to play this one show and we finally got to this place that we can't remember the name of and we went went to the hotel before our show to just chill out and gather ourselves and stuff and i started listening to demos of what was going to be you know dark Knight, sweet light
0: so at that point it was what it was the but it didn't have it
1: didn't, didn't go, go act, into the drum didn't go okay. into the big okay. power it just moment. stopped yeah
2: yeah and so i listened to this thing and it had the and then went into the <laughs> dun, 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 and it built up and i was like Oh my God, this is going to be great. We just have to nail the drop. This is our mission after this festival. We're going to go into the studio and it's going to take us however long, but we're just going to go hard and we're going to nail this drop. So that's kind of what we did when we got back to Sydney. We just went in and we like, we like, we just have to make this huge however we, how we do that. And um, that was our mission for the next two weeks after
1: after the festival. Let's go, let's go! How did you do it? What happened in that two weeks? Good question. I think we we're quite lucky in the sense that we put the the chord riff down that dun, dun 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 first, which kind of led the way for the rest of the drop. I think. Um, I remember walking through Glebe, where our studio is now, and just thinking about, you know, what can we do to to make this bang. And then when we got back after lunch, we put down that chord riff and then it kind of opened up the rest of the the, the possibilities. I think we we had a a cool bass sound lying around that we'd made previously.
2: Basically big drums underneath, which ended up being on the record. And we kind of were like, yep, this is, you know, they feel big, this is good. And we put the chord riff down. And then we we're like, we just need the focus, you know? and we didn't really want the focus to be vocals. We wanted the vocals to be kind of like the intro and then the pre-chorus, you know, to lead you into the drop. And so we we were like, we need a really unique, cool sound. And we we were just searching around for kind of, um, I think we ended up like chopping a little snippet out of a vocal, which is just like a uh, thing. And then like putting that in a sampler and like, um, moving it around notes and stuff like that. And we just started playing around with melody ideas And because we were like, you know, whatever the drop is, it needs to be a really memorable, stick in your head kind of me- melody, you know. So we just started playing around and I was kind of like mucking around on, on the keyboard playing this thing. And I was like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You know, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, just like going up, you know, like feels was kind of uh, like an elevated kind of feel to it and Dubs was sitting on the couch behind me and it was this really funny feeling because I could, I, 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 felt, I felt him stand up behind me. He was like just kind of stood up on the back of the couch and I was like playing this melody and I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm onto something here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 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 keep going. And then we just, he came over and then we're like basically just workshopped the riff. Until we kind of, it, it became what it was And then it was there and we were like You know what, I think this might be the melody I think this might be the drop And then we just basically went in on the sound And tried to make it feel as big and energetic And like like a release of elation Kind of, you know, this huge feeling The buzz So the
0: buzz is buzz there you're both standing yeah. in the studio you've been egging each other on and then you've got not one but two vocalists that feature on this matiah and also young taps so young taps is from new zealand and matiah from sydney how did how and when did they get on board
2: okay so i guess we, we we knew that we wanted vocals on the track because as i mentioned earlier we had like this placeholder of a sample vocal for the intro and it was like a female vocal and we were like i think we want a female vocal for the intro and then we also knew that we wanted a vocal to lead to be a pre-chorus into the drop and we didn't exactly know what yet but we wanted to 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 basically psych you up basically that's all we knew we wanted to be a psych up vocal so at that point we were like you know we didn't really want to go down sample town because it's like clearing samples and it's just a headache and we wanted to be more original in that way so we called our good friend and writing buddy, Earthboy, a.k.a. Tim Levinson. He has, on numerous occasions, come into the studio and just helped us with lyrics because he's quite good at that, being a rapper and vocalist and lyricist. And we were like, hey, we, wanna, we want these parts, you know? So we basically sat down and, and talked about what what does it mean to us, you know? What does this song feel like? And I guess... We kind of came to the conclusion that it was a song, it kind of felt like, you know, when you're at a festival and you have one of those moments, if you're watching like one of your favorite bands and they're playing your like favorite song and, there's, and it just kind of lifts you up and you almost feel like you're floating above the crowd or it's just this, this feeling of, of elation and, and kind of magic. And that was the core and the essence of this track that we really wanted to get across through lyrics so we started we kind of kind of set about trying to write that out in words I guess we just started talking about and we were like what is it you know it's a feeling you know do you feel it do you feel it in the air and we were just kind of workshopping going back and forth with Tim and you you know you're usually with your friends and it's like is it just me do you feel it you know do you feel it in the air and that's kind of how we came about with the intro and stuff like that But we still had this this pre-chorus missing we were like what are we going to do for this you know and then pretty much tim basically hit us up and was like guys i think i might have it and he sent over this like voice demo you know memo or whatever it is in your on your phone kind of thing and it was literally the pre-chorus
0: do you
1: feel the buzz? Yeah, he was like, yeah.
2: do you feel the buzz? Or is it you know, just me? Trust me.
1: Do you feel the buzz or is it just me? Trust me. Something in the air
2: just above me. Something like a dream state. You call it a clean break. Do you
1: feel the buzz, baby?
2: All that. It kind of just, he just was buzz? like, oh, you know, what do you guys think of this? Is this okay? And we were like,
1: hell yes, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, you know, Tim Bing is like, Modest selfies, like I don't know if you want me on this. You know, I'm just kind of like I, I just write this kind of stuff. You know, blah blah blah. And we're like, yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. We don't want you on it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was it was like one of these things. We kind of wanted to get someone, you know, outside of our camp and someone new.
1: Tim actually mentioned Taps because he would um he had f- discovered him on SoundCloud, I think, and we had Taps in the studio. We had him booked to do the through the roof um, vocal, which he's because he's also on through the roof. And we did the we did through the roof with him, and then it was it was literally like at the end of the day, and we were like, hey, by the way, we've got this other song um, with this part that's already written. Do you want to have a crack at it? And we played it to him. and He was like, man, this is totally my style. And so we pretty much just recorded it, and it, and he just nailed it. It was really fluid and simple from my memory. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, like that was the thing. The part was already there, um, and he just came in with his like, pizzazz.
0: Yeah, and just, that swag. That swag. That like, he just brought the
2: attitude to the yeah, song. Yeah, he's he's you know he's just got that that attitude and that swag that makes you a, you, know, you know a unique artist. And he just kind of nailed it. And it was and it was that feeling again in the studio. You know that. Like when we had it, when we were writing the riffs and stuff like that, it was like we were like jumping up and down in the, in the control room and he was just feeling in the booth. It was just a great moment, you know, like um, and that's usually when you know you've kind of got something special, I suppose.
0: And knowing that you can feel that in your studio and you can take that to audiences at festivals across the country, like the amount of people that I've seen jumping up and down to this song... is that moment. It is that collective goosebump.
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like everybody feels the same thing we felt. Like it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: It's amazing when you actually nail something like that as musicians or you're trying to get across these feelings, you know, along the way, sometimes you can get sidetracked or things can get diluted or whatever when you're writing songs and stuff. And sometimes you don't quite nail it. But when you do... And I feel like the buzz was one of those. It's, it's such an amazing feeling. And, and sharing it and seeing people have that same, that communication gets across to them and they have that exact same reaction that you did. It's a really special thing.
0: I hope you liked that, and if you did, please hit subscribe because there are so many other awesome episodes for you to check out, including Little Dragon talking about how their hit "Ritual Union" began.
2: I just remember it. I think at the the base of the song
0: was there the drums and the chords and the the boings. The boings. <laughs> Wait, which which bits are you referring? Because there's a lot of different sounds in this song. Which bits are you referring to as the boings? It's the ritual. Union Cup Trouble Boing
1: Ritual Unions got me trouble again.
0: Oh yeah, we know it we know it well by now. Yeah the boing was there. I mean uh, now we're of course walking into the to the nerdy bit of it, but it was basically just drums and the bassline and the boing. And uh, that's what Yukimi started writing on. You know we love to get very nerdy in these inspired episodes, so check them out. I'm Linda, and I hope we get to hang again soon. Thanks for listening.